What's up, Cubs? And welcome back to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. Caught you lacking. This is the family extravaganza episode. Jumping right the fuck into it. Trying to speak in normal volumes because the babies are sleeping. So I feel like we're going to like inherently whisper and it's all good. Also, I wanted to show you this because you said that you haven't seen it. Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! What's up, Cubs? What did you say? Forget it, dude. That's all the sign we needed. Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! Happy Monday. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. That's a very good intro, actually. Kendrick Lamar? No, Kendrick Lamar is a feature it's on Jay that Cole. Song. No, it is not. It it's is... uh, it's Tyler the Creator. Mm. It's Nelly. I'm gonna cut you off right there. It um, is... Actually, it's just 50 Cent's Resurgence. Eminem and 50 Cent actually both produced that song. It's it's their return back into the music industry. That's a good guess. That's it's a solid guess. Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! What's up, Cubs? I use my own what? voice as the sound drop. Did you say? Forget it, dude. That's all the sign we needed. Beat him up! Beat him up! Beat him up! Happy Monday. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. It's Takashi69. Absolutely not. It's Gooba by Takashi Six Nine. It's Family Time. Were you so disappointed that I actually knew a Takashi Six Nine song? Gooba. That's the name. No, that's, that, that's a big. That's an infamous one. Yeah, no one and he always that. has so much ass in his music videos. It's not even funny, dude. Yeah. Um, it Family is. Family Ties. Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. There you go. That is called Family Ties. It's called Family Ties. And I should have known that because I definitely had to go to YouTube and clip that sound mm, it's a good for sound. the intro. Great sound. I know. All right. Cups. So you've heard me talk about him. He always... Uh, 12% of the time he submits something for Boone's Monday track of the week. That was his idea. It was his idea to do Boone's Monday track of the week. And yet here we are post idea following through about 37% of the time. And it's all good. And it's all good. Now, this is my little brother, Boone. Boone, Hello. say hi. Hello. Him and I are seven years apart. Seven. Okay. Also, before you ask, yeah, I'm a child of divorce. Get over it. So, him and I are seven years apart. Family split up. We were raised. <laughs> Mine, not his. His is fine. Kicking. <laughs> so, we were raised in the same household, same ideologies. You know, Andy Griffith on the back. You know, Dr. Phil in the back. Dr. It's Phil. A, that's just the background of our entire life. Is If you need to chalk up our life to one run-on sentence, it's um, we wrestled while listening to Dr. Phil and Andy Griffith show in the background. So Therapy. <laughs> we need it or we listen to it. I like Dr. Phil when yeah. I was younger. I did. Now, did you want to know a fun fact? Dr. Phil, one hundred fucking ten percent. Dad and I watched the live episode with that bad baby girl. What? Um, you watched it the first time it it was released? Yeah, Dad and I watched it, and <laughs> Dad is like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" And I'm like, "Dude, she is wild." Two years later, pops off, bad baby. I mean, she's the one that's in multi millionaire. You don't have to remind me who bad baby is. Okay, I was just saying for the she talks. dropped an OnlyFans, so you know that. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it the day it came out, so. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But so as I'm going to preempt, um, this episode, I'm going to 
this episode's gonna be bouncing all around fucking just titty bobbles all over the fucking place. Titties. So we've already done Boone's Monday track of the week. And I'm also in a new outfit because the bottom line is we tried to start recording this when the babies were awake. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst idea ever. I had a Red Bull and now I got a drink. With the orange shit in it. But it did lead to a game show, so it's gonna work out perfectly. And welcome to Niece versus Uncle in the game of who can say that animal sound first and best. Starting first. Players ready. Can you tell me? Hi. Bonus points for being kind to the audience. Negative one point, uncle. That's can, shit. Can you... Cursing on live studio audience. Negative one point, uncle. Gracie has a two point lead. Everything's great. Can you tell me... Ma'am, are you ready? Here, pause on that. Ready? Can you tell me what a snake says? That's one point. That's one point. It is now 3-0... It is now 3-0 on Golden Niece. Can you, like, choose animals that make sense? You didn't know what a snake said? No color commentary. Next round. We'll amp up the stakes in this one. Accuracy and quickness award you the point. Can you tell me what a monkey says? Where are you at, I can't. I can't compete against that. <laughs> That was phenomenal. That's just good. While eating a popsicle, too. I mean, so lackadaisical in beating your ass. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want it anyway else, though. First of five wins, it's 4-0. Damn it. Can you tell me what a horse says? No. That's just good. That's just good. That's good parenting. To the victor go the spoils. Enjoy your popsicle. Can you help me out? <laughs> hey, Hey, dead weight, can you help me out? <laughs> Kick your leg over my leg. Thank you. Okay. Go see mommy. She's fucking, she's, she, is. she just wins and dips, dude. Yep, yep. No, Let's go. How do you like having a niece? Uh, I love it. How do you like having two nieces? Two of my favorite human beings on this planet. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is the godfather right here. Don't uh, you? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Look how they massacred my bar. I immediately regret it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I retract our conversation from earlier. I'm going to let him have him. Can't, you can't. You shook hands on it. I'm going to let Gunner have him. Gunner don't get shit. I'm going to let the high school graduate have him. Gunner has a Toyota Corolla. That's what he gets. What do you drive? For focus. I wanted to tell a story. Story time. Okay. Now, a lot of people think they assume... You know, if you hear like, oh, their age split is seven years, yep. right? And then even Gunner, 11 years 11. for me, mm-hmm. right? Mathematician, four years for you and Gunner. So I'm Just super quick, quick with it. We all know that. So people automatically assume when there's that big of an age gap that the brothers, it's like, oh, I mean, you're his older brother, but there's a seven year age gap. You probably weren't that close. Yeah, that's false. 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 Very bodies for you. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying I would. Oh, oh, right. I'm not saying he I hasn't, have. He hasn't not yet. Yet. But it'll happen. So I would like to just give, you know, like dad would want me to say like he did a great job with us, right? I want to give myself a pat on the back and say, wow, what a great big brother. Do you agree? 
I would easily agree with that. <laughs> I mean, thought it was going to be harder to pull at that one, but there we are. It, it was weird, though. It, it was weird because it was um, um, for about five, six years there, it was getting the head shoved in the pillowcases 24-7. Right. Boom, come on downstairs. I, I need a snack. Dude. And, and he'd be in the corner in a dark closet with all the lights off uh, with a mask on. Now I can't watch horror movies. Um, and and you're a 22-year-old married man. I am a 22-year-old married man, and I am deathly afraid of the dark. Um, then a couple of years goes by, and then it started turning into Big Brother talk. And I'm like, hey, this guy's not so bad. At first, I was like, this motherfucker's a prick. Who brought him along? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you always, dude, you always just wanted to hang out with your big brother. Always. 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 Fucking love Mortal it. Mortal Kombat. God. Downstairs. You want to know? You want to know the most clutch fucking uh, wingman shit that you used to pull? So we oh, had a bro code. Yeah, big, big bro code. Dude, you had the biggest fucking bro code. No matter how much the talons of mom and dad were on your shoulders, right? So I would have girlfriends over to the house, and we would bring them, and I would bring them downstairs, and we would bring them downstairs. That was a weird way to say it. I would bring them downstairs, and we would just—it would be innocent. It would be innocent. I wasn't doing anything. You know, I'm a man of God. That's just not how I rolled. A virgin until I met my wife. So lies aside, I would bring my girlfriends downstairs Mm -hmm. and Natch. Mom and dad are like, boo. So there was, (laughs) at the old house, there was a door that led to the downstairs. So you could shut it and close it. Right. After you went down the stairs. After you went down the stairs, there was a door. Door was always shut. Mom and dad tell me, go check on them, see what they're doing. I'm five. <laughs> VJ told Hold on. VJ sat me down for a very long discussion and said, it's called bro code. You go against it, we're not bros anymore. And I said, shit. Can't go against that. Yeah. So, boom, go downstairs, check on them. I go downstairs, they would hear the door because it just needed a lot of WD-40. Quick little um, hand check. <laughs> You know, and I hold it for five seconds, my head would be turned because they're on the couch right there. Mm-hmm. It's a direct shot, right? When you open the door, it's direct to the couch of the living room that's downstairs. Yep, sorry. Open it, head turned. We didn't know exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds, pretend like I was down there. Shout it, go up. I'm like, oh, they're just watching a movie, stepbrothers, some shit like that. I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing all right. Yeah, lights are on, everything's good. Meanwhile, I'm clapping cheeks. So, I'm just kidding. I didn't really have. <laughs> It didn't really happen in the basement. <laughs> but it's just bro code bro from code. that beginning. Dude, that basement was like our entire fucking childhood. The basement was like in an apartment itself. Yeah, because, I mean, you had the living room, you had the bathroom, you had my bedroom. We had a wrestling room in the yep. back. We're coming off as so fucking bougie. But as I've stated before, so middle class white American. You know what I mean? Like both of our parents are teachers. They were just smart with their money. Mm-hmm. They didn't teach us shit about that, Mm-mm. but here we stand. We would just like live downstairs because guess what? You got in an argument, mom and dad send you down to the restroom room to beat the shit out of each other. It we had boxing gloves for that. Covered in holes, covered in fucking holes, right? Also, any sort of playtime, go the fucking in the basement, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't want to break shit upstairs where, you know, people come over and then you see it. Yep. One of my favorite fucking things. This was like one of our bro code. This was another bro code bonding moment. Then we got caught. We got caught, but that was, you know, way after the fact. It was. We thought we were fucking in the clear, dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Toy Wars. Toy Wars. Toy Wars. I would say say you're like what? 
are you five at this point? Five, six. Five yeah. or six. So quick math, I'm 13, 14. Uh-huh. Dude, it's a fucking steel trap and you can't stop me. So we would lie, we would, there was two couches in the basement and a recliner. And we would take the couches and we would make a one big line across the entire living room. And we would take, we had. That was like a 50 yard line. Yeah. We had big, we had those big fucking toy boxes that were like, it was like a water trough for a horse and we would slide one toy box over to one side and you would have the toy box. And we had one fucking rule. Mm -hmm. Don't throw the plastic shit. Yep. Right. Don't throw it. Remember that rule? Oh, I remember. You went against it. It's, it's fucking pump the brakes. Absolutely not. I I just want to make that clear. I would like to point out that the entire impetus for this story is the fact that you broke it. Mm Mm-mm. We'll run it and let's see if it's from it. Also, steel trap. Steel trap. You were five, bro. I got this one in the bag. Okay. I got this one in the bag. Okay. We'll fucking see. And it wasn't a plastic toy that. I know that, dude. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> fucking spoiler alert. I'm going to bleep that. I'm going to keep the video, okay. but I'm going to fucking bleep it so you have no fucking idea what's going on. So, circling back, here's what a toy war is. Toy How wars. about we explain that? Okay. So, Take we it. would make. Um, Okay. We had we had big couches, a lot of couches downstairs. Right. So, I already explained that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah and you, you explained that we put it yep. in the in the middle. The toy the toy troughs. Yep, we and then we would make forts side. on each side. Yep. So out of the couch pillows we'd make forts. There he, was no point system. No point. There was no winning. There was pretty much only fucking losing. Yep. Let me explain the concept real quick. I have my toy trough, he has his toy trough, and we're just ducking behind our forts that we built and then we'd come up and we just fucking throw a toy across the room at each other that was the end of the game well and whoever lose was the first one to cry and i think i lost 99 percent of the time and the only time i lost was this time so <laughs> what happened was we're fucking launching shit and i'm just big brother in it dude i'm i'm fucking i'm like the age gap especially for this age range yes. five to 13 or five to well or yeah six you had f- pubes yeah. 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 I was jacking my it balls, on the daily, yeah, bro. My balls weren't even dropped. Right. This is becoming one of those basic alpha male podcasts because we're talking about nut sacks and me masturbating. But we're gonna we're gonna apologies. Digress. Apologies. We're gonna digress. I got a wife. <laughs> Literally holds no weight in that argument. <laughs> I don't know. I said that. <laughs> so, so we're fucking launching. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just having fun with my little brother. I'm just like, God, and he's fucking five and he's giggling and cackling and shit. And basically what happens is there's a fucking war zone of the stuffed toys because, yeah. you know, you're not trying to actually hurt each other. You're just trying to make contact and in your brain. You and go, break their fort. You want to break their fort. Now. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, how can we burn 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. So I throw the uh, we're, we're just launching toys at each other, yep. ducking, laughing, having a good time. Boone runs out of stuffed animals. Okay, and he's not willing to step outside of his blockade fort to grab a stuffed animal that I have thrown, right? Yeah, because so you were precision, man. Every time I'd stick my hand out, it would... Yeah, dude, I was on it. Always. I was on it. It's called sniper rifling, and I fucking had it down. He was Michael Vick with that shit. Right, but I don't drown pit bulls. So he wouldn't come out behind, and his toy box was out of the stuffed animal toys. So what does cocksucker do? I had a black... Batmobile that was made out of plastic, obviously. And he picks I it up. I was out of resources. It was my last line of defense. Right. So now we're kind of landing on who broke the initial rule. 
Right. And actually, now that I'm saying it, I can't remember if it was that fucking fire truck or if it was the Batmobile. It was I, the Batmobile. Okay. Okay. That was you, a sick car. You take the Batmobile out of the toy box. Yep. That was a no. You picked it up over your head, and I said, no plastic toys. And you thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So you throw it. I don't even know if you made contact. As the big brother brain, yep. who knows the rules, yep. who gave you the warning, yep. and has the seven-year age gap, yep. I go, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So you throw the plastic Batmobile. I saw your eyes go black. Right. Yep. It was one of those things where... I'm going to make a point now. Mm-hmm. So I take the Nerf football. The one with the whistles. It does. It has the, it has the fins coming off the yep. back. When you throw it outside, it goes... Mm-hmm. If you know how to throw a spiral. Which I do a lot better than you. Something, Let's not get in that. Some things don't have to be said. You were a quarterback. I was a running back. <laughs> okay? You know how lucky I am that I had two daughters and I don't have to embarrass myself playing catch in the front yard? Do <laughs> you know that? When I, had, when I found out that I only had daughters, I was like, fuck yeah. I don't have to throw a football and keep them within 15 yards so I don't embarrass myself. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do gymnastics and jujitsu and that's it. <laughs> you know, we do cheerleading fucking shit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but we're not throwing a, we're not having a catch, as they say. Okay. You want to know why? Yeah. I'm left-handed. It's going to go over there. Yep. I don't have to deal with that embarrassment anymore. You pull. You pull it. I pull it, I hook it, I swing it, I do all that shit. Not a very good release point. And it's because our father raised us in a way where he just kind of heightened our attributes, you know? Mm-hmm. And he saw me throw a football and he said, you're going to be a running back. <laughs> you in contact with the football is not going to ever fucking happen. There's not going to be no separation with the football. No, you're going to tuck it and you're not going to let it go. Right. So you're going to stand there and then the quarterback is going to place it on your body and your only job is to not set it down. And I said deals. Yeah. You know, now you been throwing 50 fucking yard bombs since you were seven years old. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's because dad liked you more and gave more (laughs) of a fuck about you. But I digress. I don't have to play catch with my daughters. Where were we at? Okay. You I take throw the, the, yeah, you throw the I missile. Take, I take the Nerf football yeah. with the whistles. Yeah. And I throw it at you as fucking hard as I can. Because, dart. It was because a dart. You broke the rules. It was probably your most accurate throw in your entire and life. And it was also your most accurate dodge of all time. Yep, I'm quick okay? with it. Now, as we've already pointed out, I'm not that accurate. But I was dead fucking center with this one. It was going right for your fucking face. Now. I think it would have knocked me out. That would have. Yeah. I mean, you were six. Concussion. Ah, fuck. Dude, that would have been awesome. That's exactly what I was hoping for when I released it from my hand. So I fucking send it. Yeah. It's going right for you. You duck last minute like a goddamn Matrix movie. Athleticism. I mean. And now, in the basement, we had the the old TV. Yeah, from 1972. Right. And our parents just don't fucking let go of shit. <laughs> By the way... <laughs> By the way, recording this podcast from fucking <laughs> Bright Sets Funeral Home. Hope you like the drip backdrop. So, <laughs> the reeds. <laughs> 
just kidding, mom. I just picked the worst fucking possible angle I could record this from. And we put the reeds in the background and they go, oh God, they have mashed potatoes every day. Like that's what pe- people see the video and they go, they have mashed potatoes every day. Cheesy Nothing. scallops. They have dentures. They can't chew food. So we have to make it soft. You know, like they can have pork, but it has to be boiled. You know what I mean? Like that's what this entire corner vibe is fucking given off. But I digress. Okay. That's on me. That's not on you. If you look over there, it says a big old nice sign that says gather here with grateful hearts. I mean, so white fucking middle class. I like it. Yeah. Hey dad, did they get that from Hobby Lobby? Yes. Yeah. Right. I didn't even have to ask. You know what I mean? So I throw that fucking dart. There's the 1982 fucking big screen tube TV downstairs that weighed 425 pounds. Yep. It was a cow. And you ducked. And that thing hit perfectly in the fucking corner. Mm-hmm. Immediately cracked it. Yep. Now the thing about the thing that was lucky for us is, it's not before LCDs were invented, but it's before our parents were willing to splurge on an LCD TV. So we, it was just a screen. It was just that plastic covering over the big screen screen, right? Oh, damn, so it proof. Right. It didn't yeah. spiderweb and ruin the f- whole picture. No. It was just a crack on the outside. Yep. Now Boone and I without saying a word, immediately snap into clean up the war zone, yep. right? So his toys are going in his fucking horse trough toy box and mine are going in mine and we're getting everything settled back together and we're getting the fuck out of the basement. Yeah, no more basement time. Brother bonding moment. We're never going to fucking speak a word about this. Oh, yeah, because we turn it on TV just to make sure. We're like, VJ's like, no, no way, no way. It's broken, Bosh. No Mm-mm. way. No. And I said, dude, you cracked that thing. And I was like, they won't notice. We turned it on, and it was it was cracked. It was cracked, but you could still see the fucking image. Oh, yeah, no, it, the image was fine. So I was like, we can get away with this. Mom and dad are never down here. Well, and 99% of the time, whenever we watch TV downstairs, the lights are off. 100%. Always. So 100%. We did, we're like, there's no way in hell they're seeing this thing. So we make the deal. We're never speaking a word of this and it'll just go away. And no more toy wars. I that mean, got canceled. With yeah, it. that did get canceled because you fucking broke the rules and threw a goddamn Batmobile at me. You're the one who threw the football. In retort. Okay. Cocksucker. So let's cut forward. Cuts. Okay. Three weeks goes by. Mm-hmm. Not only have we gotten away with it to this point, we don't even notice the crack when we're watching TV anymore. It's out of our brains. It's not, it wasn't even there. Yeah, it no. wasn't even there. It's kind of like when you look at the sun for a while and you get a black spot spot in your eye, but then your eyes just adjust. Yes. And it's like it fills in the black spot. That was the screen. Yep. 100%. And it was just weird because uh, one night on a, it was like a Wednesday night. Mom and dad are like, let's watch a movie downstairs, which never happens. In our lives. And so VJ looks at me and he's like, not a fucking word. Mm-hmm. Aye, mm-hmm. aye, Captain. Mm-hmm. Dude, no. <laughs> they come downstairs. I don't know how your butthole was, but mine, you couldn't fucking squeeze a goddamn threading needle through that thing. I clenched and everything went into my fucking neck. Yeah, well, I mean, if my balls were dropped at that time, they'd be up, but they're already up, so it was all right. <laughs> Dude, it wasn't like 45 minutes. It, it, it took them a long time. Yeah, 
And I, yeah. And so, yeah, they come downstairs and then they just make themselves at home like it's their fucking basement, not ours. And they sit on the couch. And Boone and I were sitting next to each other on the couch that faces directly to the TV. And there was a, there's a couch that's turned sideways off to the right. And dad took a seat there. Yep. And he didn't change the TV. He didn't change anything. He just sat down and started watching what we were watching. And I went, <gasps> because the only thing you could see on the TV now was the crack in the bottom left corner. Yep. 45 minutes goes by. Jimbo Slice pops up. A hundred percent. That is his exact body positioning. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and I was, I was like, what, 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 dad? You're telling me you don't fucking see that crack in the screen? Him and I simultaneously. What? I don't. Huh? Why do you see it? <laughs> Lights come on. Who did that? We didn't like each other. No one. That was there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's part of the Gilmore Girls that we're watching. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they just superimposed that into this into this scene. Movie nights were cut off after that. Yeah, we got fucking <laughs> grounded and we got our asses chewed, but we were fucking brothers about it, baby. No we rat. didn't rat each other out. No rats. We no rats, baby. No rats. <laughs> I also remember the first time that I had an actual big brother moment and I was eating fucking yogurt over the toilet and I dropped the spoon and I just thought I could flush the spoon and you were like one years old. You couldn't talk yet. Like you couldn't speak sentences. I'm just running around the house. And I remember mom and dad like trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with the toilet. They brought the plumber over, you know, and the plumber pulls out a fucking spoon and they go, well, VJ, not VJ. He's eight years old, so it's not VJ. And he also wouldn't flush the spoon. And if he flushed the spoon, he wouldn't not tell us that he flushed the spoon when he knows we're calling the plumber. Yep. So they brought you into the fucking bathroom and they started like not chewing your ass, but being no. like holding the spoon and be like, no, no, this no. doesn't go in here. Yeah. This do-. And I remember my heart just breaking, bro, just breaking. I, I sat in the hallway holding my knees, listening to them yell at you mm-hmm. and just thinking the whole time, like I did it, I did it, I did it. And you, you know, you yeah. weren't crying or getting yelled at or anything. They were just trying to like, Oh, yeah. Teach, it, it was a teaching moment. I heard it. I was like, I betrayed him. <laughs> I betrayed him. I, I'm a fucking horrible big brother. And I just started bawling. And I, from the hallway, while they're giving you your, like, don't put spoons in the toilet and flush them. Obviously, it was you. You're one, not VJ. Yep. I just went, it was me. <laughs> it was me. And I remember mom and dad walking out and dad being like, what? And I was like, I flushed his boot. It was a boot. I flushed his boot. Don't yell at him. Don't yell at him. That was the first big brother moment I ever had. <laughs> I don't remember that. So you're married now? Yep. To a wonderful woman. Best friend. I mean, and that's the most important thing. That is. Dude, fucking best friends for sure. Like, I don't know about I would you. Be a complete loser if I did not have her. Yeah. I agree 100%. Straight up. I would be a fuckboy piece of shit. I don't even know if I'd be fucking. I'd just be a piece of shit. Is that... Do you have to be fucking to be a fuckboy? That's in the term. You think so? I think... See, I think that fuckboys get less than normal people. Because I think they give off that air. So who gets the most then? What, what, what would you call them? Those that get... 
Hmm. It's a good fucking question. Stumped. Because a fuck boy inherently, especially in 2022, mm-hmm. I mean, girls see that shit from a mile away. Oh, they can read it. They can you smell know, it. They can smell it because yep. they have STDs. And the shit around their lips. A hundred. Well, fuck boys aren't going down on girls. Do you think they care about pleasing women? <laughs> no. Zero percent chance. Zero fucking percent chance. So if a fuck boy is chowing. So <laughs> I went down on a DJ's mom last night. <laughs> in the movie. In the movie. Thank God that's a movie. I didn't understand that reference. It's Hall Pass. Hall Pass. I fake chowed in DJ's mom last night. <laughs> What's fake chow? <laughs> yeah, fake chow. He's like, wait, wait. Where, where do you jerk off when your wife doesn't give you any? He's like, in the bathroom, like a normal person. He's like, I'm all about the car scene. That's where I lost my virginity. <laughs> Next scene, he's like, any luck tonight? And she's like, no. And he's like, shit, forgot to take out the trash. I could quote movies with you all fucking day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's good audio content. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, we fucking seen that. Next. Get over it. That was in 2009. Well, that was the peak of cinematic fucking movies. As opposed to the non-cinematic movies. So. New story. Oh, my God. Yeah. What fucking other story can you give? I got stories. You got stories? I got stories. You got stories on Dome? Yeah. Not on getting Dome off the Dome. I don't want to hear about my fucking sister who's sitting over there on the couch listening to us. By the way, I will say, this is the first fucking podcast I've ever had where we have a fucking audience. It's very disorienting. So. I'm pretty sure dad was recording it off of his fucking iPhone that still takes 1999 quality videos, but he still uploads the whole fucking thing to Facebook. There's going to be a 13 mini, minute raw cut of this fucking podcast posted to his Facebook. It says something along the lines of, Raised him right. <laughs> Brotherly love. You know what I mean? And then the next thing will be, you know what's wrong with the generation? <laughs> do you want to do unqualified fucking dad advice with me, even though you're not a dad yet? Sure. By the way, you're trying to be a dad, right? I am. Good for you. Just busting nuts. It's so fun, isn't it? Trying is the best fucking part. Well, actually, the children are the best part. I circle that back. But trying is super fucking fun. Just no just no gates up. Let's talk about coming in your wife for a second. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we were going to watch Big B by Hooligan. We were. Right off the top, I just have to point out something to you that I want you to pick up on each of the angles, okay. each of the scene changes. Yeah. Very clearly doesn't have friends to record for him. No, he's doing it by himself. He just has the camera set up precariously in different angles yeah you know Mm -hmm. which i think is hilarious because it lends itself to the fact that he wanted six angles of the car yeah so he just had to keep picking up the camera and setting it on the ground like four feet to the right and then getting back in position quick question does uh big b stand for uh big big mac motherfuckers large and in charge it was and it was a good attempt at a joke but mac starts with m You know. He's waking up at like 11 in the morning. Starting the day off right. Go get her. You know. Unemployed. 
Saying by the rules, yo, it's just so boring. I'm eating Captain Crunch for lunch. Ooh, I got issues, yeah, man. I got a bunch. Like late night this. Captain Crunch for lunch. So what I think is going to happen is you're going to watch this music video, find no faults, and be like, Big B slaps. <laughs> No respect for my music taste. Fights, half pints and dirt bikes. Yo, I love them all, so they label me an outlaw. But I still keep it raw. You don't have to respect me. You can love me or hate me, but I ain't gonna... Curls were on point, first of all. I mean... Um, after lunch, he eats Captain Crunch and then goes on the treadmill. I don't know if that's a very good pre-workout meal. Did you see what... Did you see his pace on the treadmill? It was phenomenal. I mean, he's burning calories at 1.6. Well, then he's playing pool afterwards. So you and I don't know if you saw... Relaxing. He's actually... If you think about it, he's kind of a genius because... I don't know if you saw the curl technique. Well, the curl technique. He was pulling hard. He, was getting he up incorporates shoulders. Yep. It's smart. He curls, but he makes sure that he does this he's at the top him. of that. So he's looking at himself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you caught that. I saw that. And he curls up and then does a little a shoulder. I wouldn't say a press because let's be honest, he but I would, I would say a, extension, but it was there. a good Close. rotation there. Mm -hmm. And then back down to his sides. Bicep, shoulder rotation. He's all about protecting that shoulder girl. Big B. I bet you he throws a mean uppercut. That's what he was training. That's what he was training. I bet you can take a good gut shot too with that big ice thing. Speaking of which, I watched you box somebody in fucking Oculus Rift last night. Yeah, that was fun. It's not about the technique. It's just about getting the job done. Ask Kaylee. <laughs> That's a good point. And you ain't gonna make me the lyrical privilege full play. Look at that still. He's got a boom box on his lap. Yes. Yes. It's a CD player. I haven't seen one of those since 2004. Do you think it's one of those anti-skip ones, like the expensive ones that you have to spend $29 on? From Walmart. I like how it's on his lap. Mm -hmm. Like that's where the beat's coming from. Oh, yeah. Where's he sitting in front of? His caddy. Yep. Is it his? Absolutely not. I could fucking, I'd bet a thousand dollars that it wasn't. I bet he has a caddy now. He's wearing khakis and fake Jordans. Yes. That's not his caddy. How's his hat? It's backwards. Show him. Show him exactly the angle. He's got a nice little fold on the front. Too. I mean, yeah, fucking ruin that hat because it's Gunner's anyway. <laughs> There's a level of hood that you just stepped into that I hope everyone appreciates. Living life on the edge, straight out of control, self-proclaimed there. What's he doing? Rolling down a hill. In his underwear. <laughs> Name something more gangster than that. Nothing. Name something more hood than going from sitting in front of your caddy with a fucking non-skip CD player on your lap, sitting on your floor with your feet straight out in front of you, no pose, yep. doing this with your hand, cut scene to you rolling down a hill in the grass. What I like about this video... Mm -hmm. Is that it says new version? So there was <laughs> multiple cuts. For the next sorry fuck, By the way, I use that as a sound drop. That part right there. This part right here. Listen to this. Okay. Looking for the next sorry fuck, I can muscle. Talking. Looking for the next sorry fuck, I can muscle. Muscle. You know. That's good. And I use that sound drop when I reading something or I'm telling a story where I get angry mm -hmm. and I don't know how to quite articulate the punchline on how to f cap off like 
I'm mad, but I don't know how to verbalize it. So, Natch, it goes. For the next sorry fuck, talking muscle, talking shit. You know. Okay. Talking shit for the fuck of it, running the muck and still loving it. He's got bars for a big guy. Well, I don't think weight plays into the bars capability. Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls. Same person. Thank you. Different names. Hold on, we gotta take a break. I gotta fucking piss. So, VJ likes to make fun of me for my music and my obsession with music, but little does everyone know, when he was 18, with about a grand in, in the bank, that's what he was... Three, sorry, three grand, that he was supposed to be using for college. He went on iTunes and spent it all. 99 cents here, 99 cents there. At Wyoming. Yeah, didn't get to bring his car because the motherfucker had no gas money. <laughs> but he had good music. What the fuck story are you telling? Telling, telling? telling the Cubs about your stupid ass. That's what I'm doing. You're talking about how I spent all my fucking summer earnings on iTunes <laughs> and graduation money. But I was the, you know, least liked brother out of the family. So I didn't get as much graduation money as you fucks did. So... <laughs> How much money did you pull on graduation? In in the spirit of Gunner, we're here, by the way, because it was our young is our baby brother Gunner, yep. who's the biggest one out of us. How fucked is that? Final he weighs, draft. He weighs. Yeah, I came up with that nickname this week. It's yeah. kind of fucking clutch. It's a good one. The final draft. He's the final draft, Julio boy. He weighs more than me now, which fucking pisses me off. He's also like six foot. Large and in charge. I'm not. Like, I'm still the big brother, but I'm not the big brother. I'll always be able to beat his ass because of the mental capacity of it, but you know. He's been bigger bigger than me since I was 13 years old. Right, but you also didn't eat meat for eight years of your life. I was not vegan, but yes. You weren't vegan. You didn't give a shit about animals. It's kind of <laughs> like the dark. You're scared of it. <laughs> How old were you when you choked on that steak? Nine nine he was at the dinner table with dad and he was fucking eating steak and he choked on it like to the point where full air cut off you know and dad had to basically physically assault him to save his life it obviously worked out here he sits um but that implanted itself so fucking hard into his brain that he didn't touch meat till you were uh i started eating meat consistently when i was probably 16 or 17 it was a big day for all of us mm -hmm. but what it did do was cut his protein intake <laughs> what do you weigh right now 160 pounds julio genetics 160 pounds that yeah. means a lot actually yeah, it does because i float at 200 gunner floats at 200 yeah i float around a solid 162 <laughs> hey kids eat your meat you were fucking telling the story about how i spent all my goddamn money on itunes i was i wanted to tell an embarrassing story you, and you didn't want to run one of my ex-girlfriends by the cups? All those girls were embarrassing. <laughs> They're not here with us today. They're listening. So we did the Big B thing. We told some stories. I want you to join me on unqualified dad advice, even though you're not a dad yet, but you're busting nuts like crazy. Okay? I know I talk about oh, you. Oh, there's Dom the Hooligan. Yeah. Yeah. I am what I am. I'm a hooligan. Hooligan. You want to check out all the sound drops? Did you ever see that uh, viral video of the girl talking to Vladimir Putin? Wrote a poem for Bla Vladimir Putin? <laughs> oh, dude. The title of the poem was Mother. Okay. And she opened it with... I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. 
She's talking to Vladimir Putin, talking about how Russia wouldn't have any of the fucking problems that it has, and it also wouldn't have a dictator ruling over it that just doesn't care about people if he would have had a mom that loved him and she wishes that she was that person. Okay, Jessica, take it down a notch. I mean, her, her name's that. worse than Jessica and I don't even fucking remember what it is. But she has a lot of credibility because I'm pretty sure she was on 90210. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you watched Matthew McConaughey uh, talk about a pickle? No. Yeah, he talks about a pickle and he's trying to drop a metaphor. But you know, actors suck. So... It's like just read the script and never turn on your front facing camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if like if you're if Don't you're show emotion. if you're by yourself uh-huh. and you're an actor, you're not in charge of talking about what comes out of your brain. You, people are going to write stuff down and you're going to perform that yep. and then other than that, you take your front facing camera and you set it down and you slide it away from you. So yep. but when actors turn on their front facing camera and they hit record, it's always a fucking train wreck. Yep. Always a disaster. Okay. And I actually had a personal vendetta against Matthew McConaughey for a few episodes. There. Interstellar was phenomenal, by the way. I mean, was it or was it just a lot? I thought it was a good movie. Was it a was it a really good movie or was it just a lot? Was there was it a huge concept that hadn't been tackled before, which made it interesting and cool? Or was it an actually a really good movie? Why do you have to do this? Huh? <laughs> Also, how long was it? Like three hours. Too fucking long, right? It's a good movie. Troy's three hours. Troy's a good movie. Is Interstellar a true story? No, but it could be. Right. That's the what I'm talking about in terms of was it just a crazy cool idea or was it actually a good movie? Is Star Wars a good movie or was it a crazy cool idea? The first six were good. The first six? You know they've released three more. Oh, you didn't like any of the new ones? No. I did. They were dog shit. I mean, the the second most recently released one, I didn't like. Have you seen the grand finale? No. Where she's like, I'm Rey Skywalker. No, you're not. She's not? No. Does she come from the bloodline? No, she she's um Palpatine's granddaughter. She's Palpatine. I mean, fucking spoiler alert, but she's Palpatine's granddaughter? Not a spoiler alert. Came out in 2018. Stick with the times. The third one came out in 2018? Yeah. What's the title of that one? I don't know. It's it's not The Rise of Skywalker, is it? No, not Rise of Skywalker. The Last Jedi. I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? I'm sorry. But, sir, okay. Is Star Trek a good show? Or was it just a cool new idea? Never seen it. That's the thing. And that's also the difference that we got to fucking tackle here. Mm-hmm. Now, Interstellar has one of the most heartbreaking movies or heartbreaking scenes in a movie that I've ever fucking seen. With Murph. Which one's that? What part's that? Interstellar. Murph's his daughter. When, when, when he's watching the videos. Yes. And he watches his kids fucking and then send he, him videos. He sees her as like an 85-year-old woman on her deathbed. Bro, when he's, he's watching. Like normal. Now, I will give Matthew McConaughey credit. Motherfucker can act his ass off. Just don't sit in an office with American flags behind you. Talk about Texas. But <laughs> that scene where he's the dad and he's suddenly back to the ship and it's been a fucking day in yeah. his life or whatever. And he. It was like seven years. Not even seven. It was way more than His that. kids are all fucking grown up and he just watches them through like high dad videos. Yeah, he sees his, grand, his grandkids on it too cried so fucking hard yeah it's rough cried so fucking hard yeah but anyways this is matthew mcconaughey it's all hat no gavel 
He's talking about a pickle. It's no, it's all hat, no cattle. He's Texan. You don't got to fucking worry about that. Okay. You know, I used to have like three Matthew McConaughey once. And then I was like, I'm kind of leaning into Matthew McConaughey too hard, mm-hmm. you know, and this podcast doesn't have a niche. This what? podcast is just enjoyment for your ears. Sounds we like don't you have a lot against them, but you use them a lot. Huh? What? I'm... Okay. And then Gracie's favorite song. Okay. I was like, damn, yep. fucking insane. So that's the emphasis that's one. That's a good one. And this is another hooligan one. Looking for the next sorry fuck, cock in my soul. I right. like that one. I this like that is, one a lot. This is your niece. <laughs> when she was about, let's see, it was Christmas. What did she say there? What is this? Oh, what is this? It's at, it was at Christmas. She got a bike and she's never been on a bike or seen a bike. So she's sitting on her bike and what she stops and she points at it like this. And she goes, what is this? What is this? And that was uh, January, February, March, April, May, June. It's June this month. Six months ago. So she was oh, geez. 15 months old, 14 months old. Wow. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. She's a smart little girl, dude. Holy shit. And then this is for either when I'm telling a story about my wife or I read a piece of unqualified dad advice uh-huh. about like a partner being fucking exhausting. Okay. That's off the movie Shrek. All the younger cubs are going to like that, that I said that. They will. Ask I don't them. have any younger cubs, all right? I got MILFs only. No, I have a hormone disorder. <laughs> okay, but you're going to join me in unqualified dad advice. We're going to do a few fucking pieces of advice. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Now, here's how I do this. Okay. Starting off hot. We pull up. Well, I'm, yeah, I know. The first one says 13 and pregnant, but it, you know. But what I do to keep it even so that people know that I don't pre-read this shit and I don't have, like, advice in the back pocket. Oh, it's yeah, just it's from just, the fucking raw. gut. It's yes. Raw. Is I go here and I go scroll stop and then i fucking read whatever the first one this cursor lands on okay okay so the title of this one says i'm adopted and my mom told me i'm just like my father i mean off the jump doesn't make much sense right well i'm assuming she means her non-biological father or does she mean the biological father you know that's what i'm saying so much left to the imagination in the title so what we do is we click in okay I was told I was adopted a few years ago. No information was given to me about my biological parents. I got into an argument with my mom that adopted me and said, you're just like your father, always complaining about stupid shit. She realized what she just said and walked away. She hasn't said a word to me since it's been about two hours. She just walked out of the house 30 minutes ago and won't answer my calls. What should I do? Oh, edit. I forgot to mention my mom who adopted me doesn't have a boyfriend or husband. Oh, so she's legitimately talking about the biological father. I mean, so many holes in the story. So you're adopted, but she must know your biological dad. If she doesn't have a boyfriend or a husband, she must know. Mm, Your mom fucked your biological father. Oh. How how else would she know that her father complains about stupid shit? She was with him. Had to have been. Right. Yeah. So I would say... um, Ask your mom who your dad is. Yeah, because she knows. Also, how old are you? Um, Not listed. I'm going to assume like 12 or 13. Possibly 16 because it's on Reddit. Late teen, maybe maybe even in the early 20s. So 
let's assume your mom's name's Amanda and you go and when she finally comes home from getting milk or dick, you're going to go, Amanda, what did you mean by I'm just like my father? Who is my father? Simply put, I mean, you got to be stern Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, don't come off confrontational. Right. You don't want to start an argument with her because clearly it's a tough subject for her too. So you come off confrontational. She's going to get defensive. And a hundred percent, this woman adopted you and has taken care of you she, for your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you gotta respect that. So mm-hmm. have a respectful conversation. Be I like, mean, hey, she adopted, that's your mom, dude. Everyone has the right to be upset about it, and you have all the right in the world to be upset about it. Super fucking weird line for her to drop. You're just like your father. I know you don't know who he is, but you're just fucking like him. Yeah, that was a slip up. Yep, that was a big slip up. That's why she left. Yep, she had to go get milk or dick, or just get out of the house. Right. Just ask your just ask your mom what's up. Find out who your dad is. But simply put. And if she doesn't want to tell you, she doesn't want to tell you. She's your mom. She makes the rules because you're 12. What's the name of your company? MK Roofing, Great Falls, Montana. This episode of Cheer Up Babe is brought to you by MK Roofing out of Great Falls, Montana. Did your roof just get fucked up by a hailstorm? Call MK Roofing at... 208-40056. Do not use that telephone number for any other purposes besides roofing. Or if you just want to say hi. MK Roofing. Fixing your fucked up roof. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. I had to go take care of babies really fast. So we'll do a couple more advice questions and then we'll wrap her up. I've had a fucking blast. I have too. This makes me want to, this makes me want to have a fucking podcast with you. I think we do a good job. Uh, you did the, is it too early? I oh, really wanted to get into, I, I wanted to dig into okay. that. Okay. All right. So I've been texting this girl for a week and she wants to become boyfriend and girlfriend already. And I'm happy about it because I have been single for a long time, but I'm, but am I rushing it or what? By the way, I'm a 16 year old kid. Go on a date first. Um, also single for a long time. Single for a long time. Don't get so gung ho. He's 16. You know, he's very young. I'd love him to chat with a fucking wanderlust girl that lives in Portland, Oregon. That's 29 and has never had a boyfriend and only has three cats. Like you want to talk about single for a long time. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's talk about a little bit of big picture perspective on it. Single a long time. You when, know, when, when does, um, being single, uh, start at an age, like what you hit 15 and that's when your, your clock of being single starts. So that's a fucking great question. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Probably. I, no one really thinks of middle school relationships as relationships. Do you think it's when, honesty. do you think it's when, oh, no, dis- no disrespect. I'm just, I'm just saying like, that's such a good fucking point. Yeah. So you're saying your clock starts freshman year of high school. I would, I, that's what I would say. Yeah. Clock starts freshman year of high school. Yeah. I mean, that's when I got my first serious girlfriend. I met Kaylee at 15. Yeah. And now you're married. Yep. I mean, one and done, you know? I remember fucking when you guys were dating and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. She's just like a, a girlfriend because if you were anything like me, that's all it would have been. Mm-hmm. But you're a better person. You're a bigger man. You see what's in front of you, more intelligent, better human being. And you go, oh, no, 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 no. I got extremely fucking fortunate. Yep. I'm going to keep riding this relationship out to where I went. Oh, that's four months. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's four months next. And then you closed your, you blinked and it was four years. Right. Yeah. Well, not for me. Yeah. I'm saying cut, cut and move on. Giant piece of shit. You know, not great to my girlfriends back in the day. You that, know, that'll happen but on you the bigger also, jobs. You, 
<laughs> That'll happen on the bigger jobs. So let's it, circle back to this. I actually, you were going to start in on some advice and I cut you off. So let's reread it just for the cups. So I have been texting this girl for a week and she wants to become boyfriend and girlfriend already. And I'm happy about it, but I have been single for a long time. But am I rushing it or what? By the way, I'm a 16 year old male. No, you're not rushing it. It takes time. Like I said, take her out on a date. Take her out on two. Mm-hmm. Don't hop into the boyfriend girlfriend stage mm-hmm. quite yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's only been a week. And they've only been texting. Texting, exactly. Go on a couple dates, see how she feels. A hundred percent. What if you get in front of her and you guys can't open up dialogue? Exactly. You want that to be your girlfriend, dog? Yep. I said dog like it's fucking 2007. So you say lean in, like lean into it, accept it, but don't go out on a date with her for a couple times. I mean, he's got his fucking license. He's 16. Yep. Drive her around. Yeah. Show her the town. Take her in the Civic, homie. Italian food. You know what I mean? The bitches love Applebee's. All right, next piece of advice. Two for 20. Scroll. Stop. How do I meet friends? I'm a 16-year-old male. I mean, either we're just fucking snagging the 16-year-old dudes or it's the same fucking guy. I'm a 16-year-old male, and through my entire life, I've always struggled to find friends. No matter what, it's definitely the same guy. No matter what I've tried, it just never really works. Being myself, changing my personality, at some point or another, people end up leaving. That's if I can even find them. Yesterday, me and my partner of five, six months... It's not him. It's not the same guy. Me and my partner of five slash six months broke up with, and I don't really know what to do. I woke up and talked to him. Went to... Oh, this is a gay kid. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I woke up and talked to him, went to sleep talking to him. He was all I had and he won't even talk to me. The circumstances of my breakup don't really matter. I'm just interested on how slash where to talk to people. Okay, here's what I'm going to assume. And you know what assuming does. It makes an ass out of you and me, but I'm going to assume a few things about you. Okay. You are a kid who is homosexual in high school, right? Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely not. But no. in, inherently, it's I feel like vast majority of kids like that are insecure about that. Well, yeah, and it doesn't help that the the crowd's tough in high school. Well, and there's yeah, exactly. Tough. They're scared of how kids are going to react. Yep. They're scared of how they're going to be treated. Yep. You know, especially once it's like publicized if you come out. Yep. Like that whole thing, right? Yeah. So you're inherently holding back your own personality on showing the true yes. colors. Now he says in here like. Nothing really ever works being myself, you know, yeah. or even changing his personality. So he's saying he's done both. Now, being yourself is not the same thing as being your most true expressive self. Yep. Like I can, you know, I can be myself and hold back my expressiveness, yep. hold back my personality, and I'm still being myself. I'm not making lies about myself or holding any facades about myself. But if you are inherently insecure about, you know, being gay in high school or coming out in high school and stuff like that people are going to get a read on that so fast when you hold yourself back it's because you think that people already have a predisposition about you in your mind their mind is already made up about you yep Yep. so you're holding yourself back yep so i can guarantee you what you think people think about you which is holding you back on making new friends is not the fucking truth Mm -mm. it just never is is there's like an, a quote about anxiety where it's like, don't believe the lies your brain tells you about yourself. And I'll tell you one thing. Changing yourself to meet other people's needs, yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to be 10 times sadder, 
Be mm-hmm. yourself. Let it ride. 100%. Let it ride. Don't 100%. change yourself for a stupid-ass crowd. And the thing about fully being yourself instead of trying to mask in any way or another or being secure about insecure about your personality being your full true self is like a magnet you're going to attract the people that belong in your life mm-hmm. well and it's just it's it's you you don't need to push friendship on or push friendships on other people you know i met a lot of people where the, you want to be friends you want to be friends that shit's weird just yeah. be yourself go talk yeah. to them friendships click within minutes if it's real Mm-hmm. So if you're being real mm-hmm. and that person's being real, it'll click. You'll feel it. He'll feel it. She'll feel it. Whoever you're talking to, let it ride. Let it be natural. You mm-hmm. don't need to talk about, oh, we're friends, right? We're friends. No. You'll just both know simultaneously. That kid's yeah. cool. I like him. Okay. This might be the last one. Scroll. You've got a lot. These aren't fucking directly to the podcast. This is just an actual subreddit. Oh. This is like an actual public forum with fucking, I don't know hundreds of thousands of fucking subscribers to it yeah i wish it was mine it's not scroll stop i need advice i don't know what to do i mean straight to the point so i broke my left wrist about four and a half weeks ago and i got something stuck in my cast i don't know how to get it out can i get advice don't go on to reddit i was also just thinking um Mm -hmm. doctor appointment right a hundred percent or Simply find a rusty coat hanger yep. and fashion a hook and just S- dig around in there. Siphon that bitch through. Yeah, my guy, go to the doctor. Uh, yeah, or just scrape around there with a rusty fucking coat hanger. What did he get stuck in there? I got something. Well, what is it? He got something. Something. That's... What do you think it is? All right, say your guess on three. One, two, three. Spur- Cock ring. You think it blew a load right down his I cast? Think, it's getting... I don't want to get like that. Sorry. <laughs> so it, it slid down there, dried, coagulated, dried, and now he has a growth. He's got gunk. I mean, it's a one-track mind. I said cock ring. So, okay. We are not good human beings. Oh fuck! All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Congratulations! You just did your first episode of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. I absolutely loved it. I hope people fucking enjoy that. I really think they're gonna like you. I think we, I think we have a good rapport. You know, having never talked to each other before. You know, it's my first time ever. I know it was great to meet you. You know, we hope to have you back. I did just pick my nose and then shake your hand. It's all right, but whatever. Um, I couldn't have hoped for anyone better to be the godfather to my children. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's honestly an honor. Yeah. I mean, that is the best title anyone can receive. That's right. You know what I mean? Until your dad. Especially when it's just two of the prettiest girls in the whole wide world, two of the smartest, I should say, and you're just like, God damn, I get to be their godfather? I I get to be their godfather? Ruined it. So, (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love you, buddy. I love you too. All right. That is episode um, fucking 60-something of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. You know, we were going to make this a family extravaganza, but I'm pretty sure this episode's just going to be Boone. Next week will be Just Dad. Jimbo Slice, coming at you hot. <laughs> Jimbo Still Skin. Keep going. I don't want to do it. Jimbo Tron. He wants to be nicknamed King. We'll give him fucking nicknames. Go.
popsicle stick. <laughs> Jimmy Steve. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Jimbo Slice. God. Did you already say Jimbo Slice? I did. <laughs> All right, babe. I, I think I started that one, to be honest with you. You're going to go out there. You're going to have a great week. Don't be a bummer. And cheer up, babe. Say cheer up, babe. Cheer up, babe. And say it. I love you. I love you. Now keep keep direct eye contact and repeat everything I say right after I say it, okay? I Boone. I Boone. Love my brother. Love my brother. And penis. Say it. And penis. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.